0: highland intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com
1: the home show with sinead ryan with daikin use
0: less energy to heat your home this winter d-a-i-k-i-n dot your energy your choice on news talk Hello and you're very welcome to the latest episode of the Home Show podcast. I'm Sinead Ryan. Coming up this week, Sonia Lennon and Brendan Courtney on their new collaboration with Kilkenny Design. Black Friday is on November 24th. We'll have tips on how to bag a tech bargain. Irish Design Week is taking place across the country. We'll be finding out what's on. And Natasha Rocker Devine on glamming up your home on a shoestring. If you'd like to get involved in the show or get in touch with us, you can do so by email at newstalk.com and you'll find me over on Instagram and Twitter at Sinead Ryan 100. And remember, you can listen back to any of our items or shows or podcasts on the Newstalk app, which is powered by Go Loud. Now, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, sales in general, I will be honest with you, I always eye them with a little bit of suspicion because I'm not sure they're always what they are cracked up to be. And sometimes you can kind of lose the run yourself and plan to go in to buy one thing and then you come out with five things. And sure, isn't that always the way when you think you're getting a bargain? But they are very, very popular. And Black Friday is probably one of the biggest sales opportunities uh, of the year. So if you are planning on buying a bargain or... Or buying a gadget, a TV or kitchen appliances or maybe a new coffee machine, well then do stay with the show because I'll be chatting to Kira O'Brien she is has been across the market, she's an absolute expert on all this stuff and she's been having a look to see what's on sale and what will be on sale for Black Friday so do do uh, t- stay in touch with that and if there is anything that you are planning on Brian, sh- sh- why not let us know uh, 53106 if you want to get in touch we've loads coming up, pour yourself another coffee from that fancy coffee machine Welcome to the home show. Now my first guest today met while working together on television fashion programme Off the Rails and if you're of a certain age and vintage like I am you'll definitely remember that one. They became creative business partners setting up the brand Lennon Courtney over 10 years ago and they've just gone into new business with Kilkenny Design and have released a homewares brand and we love an old homewares brand on The Home Show Sonia Lennon and Brendan Courtney you are very welcome back Thank you uh, to The Home Show but I think it's the first time we've had you together isn't yes. it? It is yeah, it feels
1: It's the first like double act. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the only room we haven't done as a double <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think that's probably fair. <laughs> yeah. it, it is great to have you. And um, what was it like on those off the rails days? Did you immediately click? Was that just a thing you thought, oh, we're going to be working together now for a long time? Or was it just that series and, and we'll see how it goes?
1: There's a story we trot out. Uh, and I don't think people use, even use the phrase, but RT said to me, how do you feel about Two-Hander? Because I had said I didn't want to do queer eye, five gay guys. I didn't want to do that. I didn't yeah. like that. I didn't like the message of that. And they were talking about that. They were replacing the lineup anyway. And then they said, two I was like, oh, who? And they said, Sonia Lennon. And I was like, oh, yeah. Because Sonia was very senior in movies, you know, wardrobe and ads, like had surpassed fashion, fashion at that stage. And so I texted Sonia, hey, Rumi. And she had just said to her husband, Dave, I have a new Rumi. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's a sign. And that was that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So TV, husband and wife. Yeah. Yeah, and it was kind of a combination of sort of natural chemistry, but also um, investing
1: yeah, in the relationship yeah. and,
2: and making sure that we were minding each other. I think mm-hmm. it was a combination to, of those two things. And um, a, couple of, a couple of things happened where we just realized that we had each other's back and that was the most important thing. And, and I think, yeah. So. Because you can find
0: sometimes that those TV partnerships um, or indeed business partnerships, can founder because one wants all the limelight and the other's back, you know, in the in the shadows. And then, you know, there's a competition and, and you don't seem to have that. Very few shadow mongers
2: in this <laughs> relationship. <place, Jim. laughs> You're both in the limelight.
1: I think we're both courteous. And I think I've done a number of two-handers And being, I remember I was telling somebody the other day, I was coming on a red carpet with somebody I was presenting a show with in England who shall remain nameless and is still a friend. And she handed me her coat and walked in front of me. And I thought, oh, because she had a bigger name than me. And I just remember thinking, I will never do that to anybody. I also came, left England, you know, and came back to Ireland to do that show. And so uh, for full transparency, I I needed it to work. Mm. You know, we were investing everything in it. And Mm. there was a risk with RTE, risk with us. We knew there was a risk. Sonia was giving up a huge career. So the two of us are like, right, <laughs> knuckle down, yeah. got to make this work. Yeah. So there was that, that pressure as well. And
0: that has pertained throughout because you had a l- lengthy collaboration with Stores, and you were in there for a very, very long time. And, and I presume that had to work for commercial reasons because that's a massive retailer. Uh, and here you are now with... Um, Kilkenny Design. Uh, so, before we get on to the kind of the things that you've done differently from each other, because I know you did, did you do the same master's degree? Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. did, That's yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> what are you like? In the same year. <laughs> in the same year. It was year. the first year of it actually as well, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Um, so, talk to me a little bit about Kilkenny Design. We will talk about the fashion, but I'm looking at these two absolutely gorgeous bowls mm-hmm. in, that you brought into studio and they're just fab. I can see the lacquer work and the wood and everything. Tell me about them.
1: Mango. Um, branded. You can hear them <laughs> yeah. there, but they're lacquered on the inside with bright orange. I'm holding one and
2: and this one yeah. is is like a navy lacquer. and they're the all the wood is mango and acacia wood, which is sustainably produced. and the they're hand finished as well. So each one is is unique, which is really lovely. um, yeah, and we're excited. we're 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 excited about this being kind of the the beginning. Like we have a really strong sense of that. And I think Kilkenny design have a really strong sense yeah. of that that, you know, our first for, foray into homeware has been, a really natural evolution of our fashion prints into homeware mm. throws and cushions. Um, and oh, here's you t- one I prepared earlier. <laughs> oh, look at that. Yes. Okay, this is such a gorgeous cushion. Wow, you do
0: love a color color pop. There's no, There's, no, yes. <laughs> There's no neutrals featuring in this collection, folks.
3: Well, there are there
4: actually are. neutrals. There funny enough, there the are there only enough? There
0: are. Oh my goodness, look at that. So this is a purple and orange. Although you probably have proper colors. Magenta, uh, oh, no. darling. <laughs> <laughs> what do I
1: know, what do I know but about anything? Actually, do you know what? The, uh, the customer understands the difference between magenta because gen- magenta is kind of slightly warmer, I think, than a purple. Yeah,
0: you know? It's yeah.
1: Pop- poppier, and I these
0: are colours that shouldn't go together and are fabulous together. Mm, so possibly, yeah. is that the thing? And it means then that you can be brave with a little colour pop. Um, we'll have we're having Natasha Rocketvine on later on oh, the
4: show.
1: Oh, lovely! amazing,
4: her.
0: and uh, she is a great one for saying, "Have your neutrals, have your basics, and then throw in these mad kind of colours and pops." Because you won't know whether you like a look, yeah. And it's a way of being brave with a baby step, isn't it? Yeah, I think so.
2: And I think it's a really nice way of creating little kind of corners of joy. And and the reason that you know, <laughs> I. I think our clothes are so well received is because you do feel kind of joyful in the colours and the tones and and we're really mindful that they're comfortable and we want to bring those same elements through into homewares so that you don't have to have your whole home covered in popping colour but if you can create a corner and 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 it has a different mood then why not go for it?
1: So I just wanted to show you the label. So the label is a kind of a slate and oyster colour. So these are our basic uh, neutral tones that we do. We have a throw which is reversible which is slate grey on one side and an oyster on the other. Oh, so such So it's a kind good of a cream and grey so it's really ba- but it has yeah. tassels. So if you're afraid of the colour we, we want to do a sort of a, a, a sort of staple basics that yeah. will run and run and run. So I, I love them but I love the pop colour but I also love the, ba- the staple. Do
2: you know what I'm thinking? When we first designed yeah. our very first collection of clothing we said we wanted to be a collection of workhorses and show ponies and, and that was so that you have the foundational elements of your wardrobe mm. in place all mm. bits that you absolutely need and then you layer over the sort of fun and the seasonal piece and we've kind of done pretty much the same stuff yeah. in homework yeah, yeah. yeah and it's like even the bowls and I can see
0: here you brought in these it's little uh, salad, the bowls, salad servers, uh, spoons. Uh, servers. Um, it's such a bit of fun. So even if you just had a wooden bowl on the table yeah. and these service, they act as a kind of just a talking point, a bit of a laugh, really. Yeah. And somebody
1: saying, wow, look at those. They look unusual, you know. We both have the same floor tiles. We both renovated our homes. I live in an apartment. Sonia lives in a lovely house and um, in a gorgeous Victorian house, is it? Yeah. And mine is a modern apartment, but we the yeah. same floor tiles. Same. These 500 yeah. mil uh what would you call them, terrazzo, grey. Yeah. And we both have big, no, you have a leather couch actually, but I have a big grey couch. So we, ha- we actually are, we're walking the walk. <laughs> so I have a big grey couch and I put these cushions on my couch and it actually looks like a different room. I'm so I like and mm. we designed them. I was like "Look at the room," and, <laughs> and my partner was like, "Oh my god, look at the room!" We just put an orange throw on one side of the, co- the, the on of the couch, and then fleck the, the different color cushions along the couch, and it literally looks like a new couch. It
2: does,
0: yeah, so totally elevates it. And also, there is that feeling that if you have a few pieces, you can change the mood of the room. Yeah. So if you have uh, if you're just on your own, or if you've got a, a load of guests in, or whatever, yeah. you can totally change the mood with a couple of throws. And actually, um in terms of price point now are people going to be breaking the bank now getting this stuff not
2: at all no i mean the 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 wooden pieces start from 15 euro is oh, the entry okay. point and and the cushions are 60 oh. and 70 um I have to say that. <laughs> it's
4: bringing Pink in your entire
1: thing. Oh, like Mary Poppins isn't that the cutest thing it's gorgeous It's I, three candlestick shapes this is
0: amazing and look at that I love this shiny lacquer it's isn't it lovely just gorgeous and it looks so durable If the little fingers around the place yeah that's board. very good yeah. um, I am speaking of course you, to you can um, write our press
2: release
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brent and fingers. Courtney and Sonia Lennon who have collaborated with Kilkenny Design if you're only joining me now and um, they are on the home show to to launch let's yes, say yes they are new, yeah, yeah. New, thank you very much um, <laughs>
1: We're thrilled to be here. Thank you so Homework much for the Homeware collection. Yeah.
0: And uh, this candlestick is such fun as well because you can have great crack then with the corresponding candle. Yeah. Whatever yeah. colour you see, you can put in the... There's three the
1: shapes and three colours actually. 100. And they're 15 euro, I think. Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. That's
0: that's very accessible then for, for lots and lots of people. Uh, now, Sonia, when it comes to the the clothing, I've seen Brendan on his Instagram modelling a lot of this homeware <laughs> yeah, <I yeah>. <laughs> <the> homewares. <laughs> I can wear something. Again, your but Sonia, you uh, do a lot of your own modelling of clothing of of your fantastic clothing line that you have um and and have had and some might suggest that you have a, a very brave eclectic style which maybe they might feel you know you need an established personality to take off do you think your clothes are for every woman
2: well we've seen it i mean we we've seen it in the women who buy our clothes and wear our clothes and we like nothing more than spotting a woman wearing Lennon Courtney on the... Like, it's the, it's the funnest you thing her, ever. You can, <laughs> top of
1: graphism, you can spot her on the bottom of graphism. yeah Yeah, hey, Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> but I, I don't think... Uh, like Going back to that kind of workhorses and show ponies, it's it's up to you how brave you want to go. Like, I'll give you an example. So this beautiful print that we have on the throw and the cushion is also on a two-piece and a coatigan. So a knitted uh, jumper and a tube skirt and then a matching coatigan. Like, Full on, like stagecraft. You, but you'll if, melt into your sofa if you, you, were you could if you wanted to. You to, and that doesn't sound like a half bad idea from this angle. But but if you wanted to just wear the 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 sweater with a pair of jeans, that's a kind of an entry point to yeah. get that colour pop. But if you want to go all out, carry the cu- cushion, which we're calling a clutching under your arm. Uh, uh, you can do that yeah. you can use the throw as an oversized scarf uh, it's really up to and you and I think it's
1: important to say uh, the campaign we shot this year Sonia was sort of pushed into being our, our cover girl a couple of years ago and it really worked really resonated with our mm. customer and yeah. so and there's been a few years where Sonia's looked up at the, from, the, you know, from the, the set going oh, should, I be, should I be doing this and I, I have to say the reaction to Sonia being in the shoot is massively yeah. important to, to, to the demographic of women that like our I clothes I think
0: that's a really good point because so many designers, you know, will go out looking for a 20-year-old, six-foot tall, size six model. And and for women buying clothes, like that is the 1% of the 1%. Yeah. W- women aren't like no, that. No, they're not. There's a reason they're called supermodels. models. Yeah. There's only a handful <laughs> yeah. of them in the whole planet. Yeah. So it is important to show off what regular women ordinary women that look like women uh, can wear and one of the things they look for and I am delighted to see that you feature nearly every time are pockets yes. what is it with pockets that designers have been reluctant
1: well no they haven't it's, it's, it's historical uh, men who made women's clothes believed in the you know as far back as, as Moses that women didn't need pockets that's why that's why women didn't get pockets I mean.
2: women didn't need to carry important things so, so they, they didn't, didn't need see. pockets so there's a kind of a legacy in fashion history around that um and, uh, and and I think what we have found is it's not that the women who wear our clothes want to put anything in the pockets other than the tips no. of their fingers yeah. it's, it's a great comfort to, to have somewhere to put your hands,
1: hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it actually adds a kind of a, a, a swagger yeah, to a does. skirt yeah. or a dress yeah. I think definitely. it helps with the confidence but it's important to say as well in the democratisation of fashion we've taken numbers out there's no 8, 10s or 12s anymore okay. it's it's extra small to XXL. and uh, th- that, Why was that then? Because we found that if, you go into a sh- if I go into a shop as a man, I'm the same 52-inch chest as I am everywhere. Whereas an eight-in-one shop is completely different to an eight-in-another shop. And from mm. shopping for years That's and years, women, the average size of an of a Irish woman is 14 to 16, right? She's probably 15. Um, and so we found for years of going into one shop, she was a 14 and she'd light up going to another shop she'd be 60 oh. and so the sizing almost kind of made her feel bad so we were like hang on let's just go with more stretch easy to wear so if you're like a, a 10 to a 12 with us, you're probably you could be a small even or a medium the sizing is very generous. It's still
2: going to fit so it, On fit. our size guide every size from extra small to extra extra large brackets two sizes because I even challenge be. any woman to say she's one size and one size yeah, and, no. everyone because, and, is and you one do two know two the sizes. shops where you're not going to go but shopping But also on any given day you might be one size or you might be another yeah. even with within the same brand depending mm. on the fit depending on the mood
1: And some of our looser shapes go they really go very, very, you know, large and billowy. So you could be you could mm. be a size eight, but you want to wear all this fabric and go for it. Go for XXL, you know. But I would say as well, we we've designed so that they're loose and comfortable. A lot of the shapes yeah. are. There's only yeah. two waisted shapes, which is one one dress, which is practically sold out actually, and then a pair of trousers, obviously, yeah. which have weight. Yeah. But everything yeah. else is loose and easy Looses. form.
0: And of course, happily now with the new homewares collection, it doesn't matter what size anything exactly. is. Exactly,
1: <laughs> <And that's laughs> important to say as well. You know, we know a lot of people who love the show. There was a lot of shared viewing, mums and daughters. And those daughters are now married now because yeah. it was like 10, yeah. 12 years ago. And we really wanted people who love what we do to have access to the, to the brand mm. in other ways. And that's kind of where the home came in as well. Okay.
0: And that is all available in Kilkenny Design and I presume online as well. It if is. People want it. And listen, the very best look with the collection. People can find you on Instagram anyway, yep, because you're all <coughs> over it. <laughs>
2: Sorry about <laughs> Sorry that. Sorry about
0: that. It's in a good way. Give us, give us the Instagram handles: yep. Len and Courtney yeah, yeah. Atlanta Courtney and right? yeah. Penny yeah. Design alright fantastic and people can go and check that out and uh, I must say we're, we're, I'm loath to mention the C word while we're still in November but oh, no, they would they would make excellent they uh, will C make excellent Giz. Christmas
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I <laughs> met a nurse yesterday who said are you, are, you, are you sorted for Christmas and I was like what? Jeez, I'm already done so yeah people are at it yeah. uh, you see
0: nurses they have to be they're all <laughs> yeah. on top of everything alright <laughs> Sonia Lennon Brenda Courtney a joy to see you as always Thank you. Uh, thanks a million uh, for coming back onto the home show I'm not afraid to you are listening to the Home Show podcast with me Sinead Ryan and if you're only just joining us now do take a moment to listen back to my design duo first guests uh, Brendan Courtney and Sonia Lennon they were absolutely fantastic talking about their new collaboration with Kilkenny Design you can catch that on uh, the News Talk app podcast the Home Show podcast on News Talk app or Newstalk.com powered by go loud and uh, it is well worth a listen and of course you can listen back to any items uh, that we have had on the show now Black Friday Day is November 24th and uh, many bargains are already being teased by retailers, uh, by ads and banners and all that kind of thing. If you're in the market for a new television or fancy a new smart cooker, my next guest is here with advice and tips to get the best deals, Kira O'Brien, business and tech journalist with The Irish Times. Welcome to The Home Show. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Now, uh, oh, look, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Are, is it, are there bargains to be had or is it all just a bit of a sways?
5: I think we tend to kind of get a bit um, excited about something like Black Friday. And I think what what's worth bearing in mind is that, like anything else, this is just another word for sale. So, you know, sales are nothing new. Christmas, summer, you know, winter sales. You know, there's sales around the year, the, all through the year. You can always get a bargain now people tend to kind of get a bit worked up about Black Friday because it's traditionally been a big thing in the States you know you see people practically killing each other physically assaulting each other to get to <laughs> a TV and look you know we used to have I suppose they used to have something similar with the, you know, the St. Stephen's Day sales yes, that they used to run indeed. and people would queue up all night you know to, yeah. to get like discounted clothes or to get a fridge for half price or in the days when they used to do really really cheap uh, package holidays yeah. if you were first yeah. in the queue you'd get your holiday for absolutely next to nothing. But I suppose look with the internet now, this is the, obviously I'm showing my age there, but with the internet now, you can get a bargain pretty much at any time if you know what to look for. And the same thing applies to Black Friday. Yes, there are bargains to be had, but you do have to basically don't lose the run of yourself. Yeah, uh, yeah. Know what you're looking for. And, you know, if you stick to a few simple rules, which sounds very, very boring and dull, but like if you do kind of set yourself a few simple rules, like have a budget, know what you're looking for, do your research in advance, then you might actually be able to bag yourself a decent bargain or else you could find yourself, as has happened on many occasions to lots of people, myself included, where you buy something that you think is an absolute bargain, only to see it on another website for about €20 euro cheaper. Mm, uh, and it's, not, it's uh, suddenly your your bargain deal doesn't look that great. And you just feel
0: um, lousy because you kind of think if only I'd spent another five minutes looking for this thing, I, I'd have got it for cheaper. And you kind of resent exactly. having bought it then. Now look, Kira, uh, tell me the type of things Um, that are going to be on sale around Good Friday. And we're doing this item today because you advocate taking your time over the next week or two to check all this stuff out. Don't leave it until the 24th of November. You are not going to pick up the latest iPhone at half price.
5: No, you want to look, Apple tends not to do kind of Black Friday sales anyway, but what you might get is you might get last year's iPhone from another retailer at a cheaper price. And this is the thing. I mean like, what you have to remember is sales are there for a reason. They are too clear stock because the retailers are going to have come January a whole heap of new electronics that are hanging around, needing space needing shelf space, needing warehouse space. They want to get the stuff that's in the warehouse hanging around out the door at the best price that they can get for it. And this is where your, your sales come from, obviously, so mm. they're just clearance space so to be to, i suppose what people should bear in mind is if you are if you're willing to kind of settle for this year's model that will be last year's model very soon or last year's model which is probably just as good as this year's model but just doesn't have one tiny little feature well then you can bag a really good bargain you can get like you know two, three, 400 euro off a very expensive tv for example mm. and to be honest the tech it's not like with mobile phones years ago smartphones years ago where you know there was massive leaps now even now even with the the big smartphone brands you'll see there's less and less of a leap in between uh, the individual launches so you know the the iPhone 15 pro Max looks very similar to last year's iPhone 14 Pro. You know, there's a couple of advances in the camera tech, but for most people, it's not enough to pay, you know, that extra. The extra. Well, I'm an advocate of always saying, you know, when my contract
0: comes up with my phone, my bill pay, I go into the, the shop, I buy Android and I say, Look, what is the best Free phone you can give me with this new package because if if it's some tiny feature four cameras instead of three honest to goodness I'm not that good a photographer so when it comes to the home Kira then uh, to kitchen accessories coffee machines you know vacuum cleaners
5: like where are the bargains to be had what are the big sellers. Uh, well, stuff like Dyson, you know, they always sell fairly well. Dyson, Shark, those kind of brands will always sell well. So, you know, you, you can get up to, at the moment, even now, you can get up to €150 Euro off some of the Dyson models. And don't forget as well, if you deal directly with the company rather than going through retailers, um, you can sometimes get a trade-in deal. So if you have an old uh, vacuum cleaner and it needs, it's seen better days, you know, you can sometimes trade these things in. The same oh, thing right. goes for smartphones. And it's it's worth looking at what you can get on a trade-in. And it's also worth looking at bringing your old tech to somewhere like CEX and seeing what they will give you for it because rather than throwing it in the recycling bin or you know having to hang around a drawer which lots of people do with smartphones you know you can actually get money for it and it can be passed on now obviously the older the phone the less you're going to get for it the better the Mm. condition the more you're going to get for it but if you look after your, your smartphones or your tablets and you just you want an upgrade you've had it for a while you want an upgrade you might be able to get some money for it and at the very least you know recycle them rather than leaving them hanging around your drawer now well, I will say one thing to you on the smartphones. Uh, first of all, be very careful when you're buying um, smartphones that are older because. They only last for so long in terms of software updates because you know you can swap out different components, you can swap out batteries. If the software is not supported past a certain date, and I'm not just talking about operating system upgrades, I'm talking about security upgrades. Mm. Because we do so much on our smartphones, it is very important that you do that, uh, that you have. And you know, they they control our smart homes. They, you know, they they, they're basically the hub of everything these days. Okay. Um, So don't don't skimp on that if you need it to to do all the the newest that you can afford and the newest you can get without, you know, without overpaying for it. But also when it comes to upgrading your, when it comes to your your contracts and your free upgrades, there's no such thing as a free smartphone. You're actually paying for it. So if you are at the end of your contract and you think, right, well, I need, I, I'm due an upgrade, you're actually still paying for it because if you went to a SIM free plan with your, your mobile network, your monthly price and you kept that same phone that's still working for you and mm-hmm. that, that, you know, you've no real reason to upgrade from, your price will drop. Your monthly price will drop. So the the cost of that free smartphone is actually built into your contract. Of course, of course. Now, are there any items, Kira? I'm
0: speaking with Kira O'Brien, a business and tech journalist with the Irish Times, about Black Friday. Are there any uh, deals where it's better to go into the store and buy than buy it online?
5: The good thing about shopping online is that you can do quick price comparisons. Where I would always suggest going into a store to actually physically look at something is if this is something that is, first of all, a big ticket item uh, that you are going to be I suppose, spending an awful lot of time with it in your home. Um, stuff like TVs. Go into the shop and have a look at it because what looks mm. great online doesn't always translate to great when it arrives in your living room. And I mean, I would have thought at, at one point, you know, that we had a 40-inch TV and I thought that's the biggest I'll go. Now, you know, <laughs> we've, we've far surpassed that. Yeah. Um, but the screen quality, you know, and, and be very careful, even when you are looking at them in store, have a look at what source they're actually using to... Um, to basically what content is running off it so if you have uh, if they have a a bank of 10 tvs and they're trying to push this particular one that's the one that's going to have the best looking content on it the best source you know the highest quality they can get and the rest might you know just have whatever they can find or might be split between a few tvs so the quality might not look as great but if you see them in person i mean you can have a play around with them as well um stuff like that and and Home appliances as well in particular. Um, I've been stung by this a few times where I bought something that seemed like a great idea at the time then you get it into your, your house and you look and go, it's too big, it, it doesn't fit, it's actually quite clunky to use. Yeah. There are sometimes some things you just need to get hands-on with. Now,
0: you have to be a little bit careful and I'm putting on my other hat, my consumer hat here, Kira. Uh, when you're buying abroad, uh, especially from the UK or further afield uh, in terms oh, of,
5: yes. of importing. Definitely, because of... Uh, First of all, if you're buying if you're buying from from abroad, you're buying online. You know, there's obviously there's there's cooling off periods, and you do have a bit of protection, and you know you can return things. But in saying that, uh, it's harder to return a fifty inch TV to uh, an online store because the physical act. Of, you know, it's 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 fine. You mm-hmm. can always put the the box in the back of your car and drive it down to your local electronics retailer if you bought it from there. It is harder to return large items to an overseas uh, retailer mm. then of course if you have particularly with brexit post brexit um some stores will allow you in advance to pay all the vat and duties and they know how to to send stuff to you so that you don't get hit with a surprise bill by the courier or by the whatever delivery company whether it's on post whether it's it's, it's dpd or dhl um that can add up because now it's happened to me a few times just with, with products for work where they would be samples and if they're not marked correctly yeah, then you end up with uh, And once it goes over particularly for like home appliances you're usually talking over 150 euro and that's kind of the threshold where you for stop talking about customs duties
0: countervailing duties exactly. or, or what, what maybe across the water they're calling the Brexit bonus
5: um, it's, 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 it's definitely not a bro- bonus for us so you're, 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 you're suddenly your, your bargain that was say half price is now exactly the same as yeah. because it can often double I, I've had a 500 euro watch smartwatch sample come in with a 420 euro customs charge Ouch. so you know all of a sudden that's not and obviously I'm not paying that because you know it'll just get sent back and that's your option as well you can just refuse to pay it and it'll be sent back and you'll get a refund but you know you do have to be careful and also be very careful that when you're, when you're buying from a website that it's a genuine website because scammers love yeah. holidays they yeah. love any sort of special occasion make sure it's a genuine website make sure that when you are handing over your your card details that it's a secure website that has that little lock icon on it. Mm. If you're in any way worried, I mean, you can use PayPal or you can use your credit card. I don't usually like shopping on credit cards mm. for sales because you tend to kind of lose the run of yourself a mm-hmm. bit and overspend. But you could also use something like say Revolut has disposable cards for online shopping where you use it you use it once once and that's yeah it, and and, and
0: they don't you. have don't your your account details. All right, exactly. and then finally, Kira, will you be snapping up a deal
5: on Black Friday yourself? Do you know I'm I'm doing my research at the moment to see if there's anything that we need because there's always something that you need when you buy a <laughs> house. There's always something you need. Or for children, you know, because Christmas shopping is it's good to do yeah, it during sales. Yeah. But you're not always guaranteed to get what you need and what you want. So, but as I said, research, 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 research. Do and a lot of research beforehand. All right, research and restraint perhaps.
0: Kira O'Brien, business and tech journalist with the Irish Times. Thanks a million for joining us on the home show this morning. Now, Irish Design Week is a national programme of events from the Design and Crafts Council of Ireland and it takes place across the country next week from the 13th to the 17th of November. The theme of this year's Design Week is Folklore the Future and Susie O'Keefe from the Design and Crafts Council uh, joins me now to maybe answer that question. Susie, you're very welcome along to the home show. Now, talk to me a little bit about uh, Irish Design Week, its origins and what is involved
3: yeah, Irish Design Week started last year. At the same time, November, we had a fantastic array of events with um, Bruce Now, who would be an internationally recognised design thought leader at it. And this year is bigger. Again, on the back of last year's event, we really drew great awareness and interest from both international design thought leaders and locally in Ireland as well. We are kicking off on Monday in Cork City Hall with um, an opening event that looks at the National Design Centre that is in the government's national plan. And we have Christian Bassan, who is the CEO of Change Design Centre, and Tim Marlowe from uh, Design Museum in London, joined by uh, Fiona Chambers, Fiona Carney, GCCI's Rosemary Steen, and Tom Watts, as well as uh, Jerry Farrell from the Braddon Farm, all looking at the importance of having you know, a a design centre and how it can be done. It'll be quite an interactive session Mm. and it will really embrace the importance of design and how it infiltrates across all aspects of economy, society, culture. Um, And then from then on, we'll have 50 events all over the country, some that are run by ourselves and then others that are run by individuals, organisations, both designers, design thinkers, people who are really striving for improvement, in all aspects and things that people can really engage with mm. um, and through this theme of is folklore the future? I mean... Well, let's answer there, that question because yes. when we think
0: of folklore, we think of the past. We think of legends and myths and stories from the past, um, you know, which were more modern now. So how did you come up with that theme? Is folklore the future?
3: Tom Watt, well, who's head of design and, in design and craft council, engages... Like all over you know, Europe with, with other design leaders and have been in Copenhagen and Helsinki um, at their design events um, over the last number of months and found that increasingly storytelling, folklore, etc., was being used as a, um, a medium for discussing design. That You know, design actually can have its roots in, in much of folklore and as well as looking at the past. It's also about, you know, folklore has been set for the future, it's, it's a way of carrying messages um, for people and um, it's also a way for people to be able to engage with us, to make um, the message of, of design um, and the harnessing of traditions and learning more accessible to everybody.
0: Let's look at some of the artists that will be appearing, at, you know, during one of the events. And as you say, there's over 50 of them. So, so mm-hmm. people can, can go wherever their local event is in their town mm-hmm. or city. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. you have, for instance, Kaim Factor. He'll pick a studio. Now, he's a sculptor, master furniture maker. Um, so so talk to me a little bit about about him and what's involved there.
3: Well, absolutely. So Caim has been working in the field for over 50 years. And, I mean, as you say, the master craftsman. And it's a big part of, of design and of, of these traditions that they are held and passed down through people. And um, he teaches class as well as, you know, having award-winning pieces in notable places um, around the country. He passes on those skills to in his workshops. He will be talking about, I suppose, bridging the commerciality of design with design sensibilities mm. um, as part of a series of talks in TU Dublin. We will also have a coupling of exhibitions in our own um, National Design and Craft Gallery in Kilkenny, you know, a, a huge design hub that would have emanated from the, the famous Kilkenny design workshop.
0: Indeed, and actually people might be interested in uh, one of Netflix kind of unlikely uh, success stories was the series uh, Blown Away uh, where glassmakers and in fact, have featured a couple of Irish uh, glassware artists as well. And you are going to have uh, a couple of them on doing demos in Jerpoint Studios down in Kilkenny.
3: Yeah, we're really excited about this one. I mean, it was a huge um, hit, uh, as you say. It was one that I had watched myself and was delighted to hear that um, uh John Sleepy Morn and Mini England for coming over to um work with our own um Rory Ledbetter of Jurpoint Glass. So they'll be doing a, a, a talk, but they'll also be doing demonstrations in glass blowing. And like they're gonna be fantastic. I mean phenomenal uh, you know I think it's fifteen euros to, to, to go mm. to these um and there's a number of those events taking place. Um and as you say there's other Paul Grasram who's a famous lighting designer and um, that developed his IQ or lighting system actually while working Kilkenny Design Workshop will be doing um, an exhibition celebrating the 50th anniversary of this lighting system in the gallery and that's going to be juxtaposed with the very well-known Cartoon Saloon also Kilkenny based but Oscar nominated for their animation Fantastic. All
0: right. Well, people can find out uh, all about that and what events are in their own local area on IrishDesignWeek.ie. And Susie O'Keefe, thank you very much for coming on from the Design and Crafts Council of Ireland to talk to us all about that. It's lovely to talk to you, and it is nice to see um, some crafts and design on display. And who knows, you might pick up an early Christmas present. And you're very welcome back to the Home Show podcast with me, Sinead Ryan. Now, my next guest uh, is an old favourite on the show and she joins us again this week to talk about... Colour pops and upcycling and all that kind of thing. Natasha Rocker Divine, you are very, very welcome. You're looking very glamorous as always this morning. I'm in my Anna Daily knit. It's absolutely fabulous. You can wear casual and like
4: yeah. and kind of And matching our
0: fantastic red I know, studio. Very news talk ready. Very news talk red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very news talk red. Um, and, and you're looking great. And listen to me, um, people love this segment, Natasha, because you are great for the colour and the burst of colour and actually it can make such a big change to your interiors to any room even for people maybe who aren't terribly brave with colour can do something very, very small. And that's what we're looking at this week because we're doing stuff that won't cost fortunes. This is, you know, a burst of colour on a budget. Uh, And we're going to go through a few rooms and you have some fantastic ideas. And for anybody who wants to keep up with all of this, uh, do check out uh, Natasha's uh, Instagram page, which is always full of... And I'll share the photos from our... folks. Brilliant. Okay, And that's uh, Natasha Rocca Divine. Okay, Now, so let's start in the kitchen the most expensive room in the house by the time you put on the counters and the islands and the marble and and all that kind of thing. So if we want to glam it up a little bit or do something a little bit different without spending a fortune, give us some ideas.
4: Well, if depending if it's a new kitchen or an old kitchen, if it's a new kitchen I would say start off or if you're kind of upcycling it let's say I would move into kind of wood finishes or ash you know move away because everyone goes for these expensive chrome you know really high end luxe kitchens which actually ash and like kind of sustainable you know you can get them on say free cycling sites or a done deal or something you know you can buy new units but just for the finishes I would say finish first always pick something that's really stylish, but also kind of affordable. But then if we're moving into colour, which we were talking about just there, um, I would say pick a statement colour. Whatever your colour, like you have to eat there. A lot of people work there. You relax there. You host there. It has to be a colour that like... Red, obviously, is great in fast food restaurants. It makes you eat faster and it kind of gets your appetite going. But it may be not ideal for a kitchen. So I would say
0: navy's green is really on trend in green Green, that kind of sage green or, really or um, kind of even a darker colour yeah. is very on trend. It's very moment. relaxing as well. And you would advocate painting your all your wood in yeah. that like your shelf 100%. your um cupboard yeah. doors and all that kind of thing. Yeah. I did it uh, years and years ago when I yeah. didn't have any money and I had a very tired kitchen. And I found a firm that took off all the doors and dipped them. Yeah. So they painted them. Oh yeah yeah. And then put them back on. So there was no new kitchen required. But you'd probably do that yourself.
4: Well, you? no it depends on the budget. So obviously I've worked with kitchenrespray.com and they you know they the Irish brand and they're amazing it's actually my mom's cousin and he's amazing and he did this you know years ago he just got into it um, he loves salvaging furniture he's really into vintage, vintage but like if you have the budget go for the actual brand go for a company like that you know that can actually take it off and do it really professionally but if you don't I've just done a DIY show The Salvage Squad and you can do it you can unhinge it like you know take your time you know be realistic that's the only thing I say with anything DIY it's absolutely possible but just bear in mind you're not going to do it the same as the company yeah. but pick a colour that you love you know and be brave because it's the kitchen because it's always going to be balanced out with the counters you know with the floor all those different things so you can mm. really go brave mm. on it because most it. of
0: the floors are kind of neutral aren't they yeah, in the kitchen yeah. and therefore the, you know the the cupboards can withstand a bit of a, 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 a bit, bit of, of a bling, colour yeah. and it's very easy then to accessorize with bowls or vases. So then and pick from it up. there, exactly that colour can come really
4: come to life. So you can pick kind of matching chairs, you could pick kind of um eclectic chairs that's really on trend as well. You can pick kind of contrasting chairs. And tables usually people go for kind of wood, marble, or kind of mm. I, I really like black tables. I'm very into that now. Mm. And kind of um brittle chairs I think that's so stylish but depending on what you have you can really bring it to life
0: with the with the chairs and in terms of then the cost what would be the, the cost difference between getting your cupboards resprayed and buying new cupboards so if you
4: get a new kitchen I I believe well, I know from Kitchen Respray the Irish brand I've worked with they're 15% the co- versus the cost of a new kitchen so yeah. it's 15% you know but at the end of the day like you know it really depends on what you want I'm working with Cachuna Lube Kitchens on my own home at the moment and, and we're do using ash cupboards so in, you know obviously this is a new home so we're going in fully from the beginning but mm. instead of going for you know the really modern kitchens which everyone would assume I would mm. I'm going for the sustainable brand so even if you're going in what you could do and Lisa Cannon actually did this in her house she got cupboards for, from say like online somewhere and then she got them resprayed. so that saves the, the new kitchen right.
0: cost. right so, you know, really so buy them plain, buy them plain and, and, and then, then do them, the work on or them. Okay. paint them yourself and of course then you the choice and a very simple thing you can do you can go in and just get new handles or new knobs exactly. now you have so, to be a little bit careful because you uh, have to, to no, that, yeah. because they have to match up with whatever Holds such a...
4: Exactly, <laughs> I know, there's ready. all these things. But yeah. I, I would say like everything, like it's just being practical, okay? Yeah. You like you can go the new kitchen, you can go the respray or you can do the kind of the painting yourself. But in any case, there's amazing tutorials online and ama- like brilliant yeah. designers and, you know, to make it happen.
0: And is it true, I have that kind of this secret theory that the bolder the colour you go, the more purposeful it looks... I think so. I think
4: I feel like you want to sit there more. Like you, it it feels like kind of a restaurant, doesn't it? When you go in and you really go for a color, I feel like it just brings it to life. So matte or gloss. I like
0: mass. Yeah, yeah. I prefer mass. It's kind of classy, isn't it? Yeah, and I think it's more relaxed in the kitchen. Okay, it's a bit more relaxed. Okay, right. Good stuff. Now let's move into the living room, uh, and this is where the local charity slash vintage oh, shopping yes. comes into play.
4: Everything in from there. So, like, you can go into um, the NCR. NCBI I always get this wrong for the blind you can go into any charity shops there's so many there's Max Salvage there's Dublin South Dublin Auction I've mentioned all these before but whoever or whatever brands you know locally you can get couches you can get tables and you can upcycle them mm. so literally anything in that room I would say from rugs to to units to bookshelves I mean what I've done recently on the Salvage Squad is I got um, an old table from a charity shop I looked absolutely wrecked and got wallpaper from a project I'd worked on cut it out and then got glass made to put on top and sprayed the edges around it That's a whole new table It's a whole new table Sinead and like to be honest I'm not an upcycling person so you'll see like it's not my thing I'm not I don't advocate myself as that but it's really easy to do Yeah You know you obviously just it's like anything you make the list and you put a budget together but that's a a difference of a hundred euro versus a thousand euro to buy that straight
0: And if you're new to that whole thing and you just want to give it a go I mean getting a side table or a locker or something out of a out of a second hand shop I mean it hasn't cost you much so even if you make a complete mess of it 100%. or you're giving it a go and you just want to see if you can do it yeah. so what you Absolutely. know you haven't bought this big expensive piece
4: and I would actually make a suggestion because I've made mistakes myself is to try something small so start small Yeah. you know do, and also what it's really But I know it's not great for the environment but it's okay if it's sustaining furniture is spray paint is brilliant because paint can get really tricky if yeah. you're not used that's to one,
0: it that's one now I'm speaking from uh, personal experience that's one for the garden 100%. On yeah. lots of newspaper, yeah. isn't that? Absolutely. 100%. it? Absolutely, one hundred percent. In I your know, living room, one hundred percent. Okay, and um, what other items in the living room now? Could you uh, could you do that with that kind of up, upcycling? You experience? could do um, bookshelves. You could do for photo frames you know, things like that. You could do TV stand.
4: You could do. I mean, realistically, you could also upcycle the couch. You know, which is a very, you know, it's kind of you need a stud gun and upholstery with fabric and so on. Yeah, that's, that's a very, in an or two uh, <laughs> level two project. But there's places like Gaff Interiors, which is really high end yeah. and I absolutely adore it. But, you know, for the more high end couches, but literally, like, there's free cycling sites. I think we're gone, we're gone very American in that way, which is brilliant about mm. people donating things they don't need. So you can literally find a couch a bit like that. Mm. Or a great, a great thing, Sinead, is to get an accent chair and then upcycle that, you know, make it like get some fun fabrics or upcycle the the cushions mm. you know things like that mm. so there's simple ways little tricks and then you can change the kind of the foot on underneath them um, the feet on the oh, chair yeah.
0: go yeah. and so
4: you know like simple like the way okay. the handles are changed so there's really simple ways you can really transform a room in a you know in an
0: affordable way okay brilliant uh, so let's move into the bathroom then and as somebody who's just uh, upcycled their own bathroom, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> which I had great fun with the old decals. You know yes, the stick-on tiles. Yes, yes. So much so that my husband arrived home, hadn't told him I was doing it, and he said, "Who did you get to do the tiling?" And I did put up cool? my hand, and he went, "Nah." Oh, I know. Yeah, I know, It's so amazing. impressive. Yeah, but you have to be patient. You're very patient, name. So. Well, I'm. Well, you have to. You have to be precise. Yes. But yes. your look, all of that, all of that. It's kind of therapeutic in a way. It's yes. a bit you like going the zone. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: All those kind of crazy.
0: Now you're a big
4: fan of plants in the bathroom oh yeah absolutely so biophilic design it's like bringing the outdoors indoors that trend you know that people have the balcony the, um, the living rooms that open out to the garden or bringing it in really I- plants or pictures of plants I mean either or oh, to okay. be honest some people are not great at keeping plants alive no judgement <laughs> okay. if you're that kind of person you're, not, you, a you're not a plant start parent with the don't worry I understand I'm a toddler it's hard to keep everything in check but um, yeah I, I think ideally you have real plants and then you can have like pictures of nature um, natural materials so for example like stone kind of pots with candles and you know like all earthy things and the mat being earthy all these things and then obviously if it's a new bathroom I'm working I just did a, um, a show home or a project with ideal, in the ideal homes for some of the bathrooms I work with them and like they have such great uh, variation and obviously sustainable but the colours they have are so fun so you can bring in like by the choice of the sink and you know the bathroom and the stones you have you can really actually make it like a hotel you yeah. know like, I mean that's a more of a like level two or level free project.
0: And going with those kind of as you say, earthy themes, I mean Hessian baskets, like a basket to hold your spare toilet rolls instead of racks, you know, and even the shelves. Of it. Which yeah. is also
4: you could this is a really great upcycling thing. So you can get shelves online and spray them or like, you know, make them green and make them more earthy. You know, things like that. Mm. Which are simple things. And then you put your plants on it, put books on it. Make it very relaxed. I mean we all need time out. We only and I like a lot of people have like a bath to chill out. So
0: make that room really special, mm. and really relaxing mm. with all kind of the elements you have in it. Brilliant. Okay. So lots and lots of that. There's a big push at the moment on vintage, as in Looking vintage, yeah. so if that's your thing, you know that kind of uh, you know old Edwardian look or Victorian Absolutely. look, you can mirror that very simply exactly. with upcycling. And upcycling,
4: and also you can buy kind of um, vintage um, gold racks and stuff like that. You know, the simple things like that are just really bring it to life and to transform the space with the accessories. You could put wall hooks, or like you know, for your robe, hooks behind the door with their, which are gold, and all these tiny little
0: details. Yeah, you know, and how- the eye takes them in when you're going to the room, and it just kind of makes you feel a little bit better now you mentioned the Salvage Squad there so your show you're featuring on Virgin Media yes. on the oh, my episode is on Sunday is the Pink it? Palace it's on tomorrow we had Brian Dowling in I know weeks ago know, talking all about it. it it was absolutely oh, fantastic amazing, yeah. so your episode is on tomorrow yes, talk the, to me Do, what can we expect in I fashion? have um Jane
4: and Janan are the couple and old, and they have um, dogs everywhere and Brian doesn't, is not a huge fan of dogs so he likes animals but not in that massive sense and I created the Pink Palace palace and there's some highs and lows and then there's another designer Aoife on and she's brilliant she's doing a bedroom with someone else and it, that's a really good um, project to show you know how to organise your room so mine's a living room and hers is a bedroom so it'll be a really great show to watch. So this is all on a shoestring 100 a 1,000 euro. And we have like, a you know, realistically with filming, a couple of days. Um, everything has to be upcycled, sustainable or vintage. And as I said, I'm very honest on the show. This is not my thing. I love design, but I'm not an upcycler. Yeah. So there is a lot of... So what
0: did you learn then from doing it? Would you be more inclined to get more involved? Oh, in massively.
4: Now? And also to encourage people, because if I can do it, you can do I'm I'm a crafty kind of person, but I'm not. I'm, you know, I've made a lot of mistakes on it. And also my biggest thing was... I didn't realise like the weight of shelves with wood you know things like that mm. which you'd trust mm. a carpenter so I learned how to upcycle tables I always got better at painting how to like to you know to use the drill better I mean I've always done it but in show homes and things I like do you wouldn't necessarily do it but it's a really great show and each episode is going to teach people kind of fun tips and tricks
0: Brilliant Alright well that's on tomorrow night on Virgin Media or of course you can catch it on The Player as well Natasha Rockford Vine where can people find out all of these fabulous tips now? Um, On my Instagram is the best and I'll put up the photos some tips from today and the address mm. for that Natasha of and that is all we have time for on the Home Show podcast uh, this time round if you'd like to get involved or suggest a guest or a topic please do so uh, email at the home show at newstalk.com, or you'll find me over on Instagram at Sinead Ryan 100, and you can message me there. Don't forget to check out the podcast uh, items. Anything you might have missed up on the newstalk website, newstalk.com. Thanks to producers Eva Breen and Simon Keane this week. Stephen McLoone was on sound, and we will see you all again on the next episode of The Home
1: Show. The Home Show with Sinead Ryan, Saturday morning at 8, with Dyken
5: on News Talk.